You know those people who are always happy? My friend Maddie is one of those people. In any situation, she's always happy, bubbly, and positive. That sort of mindset always inspires me. And one day, I walked into Maddie's apartment with a lot on my mind, and she instantly made me feel a huge boost of positivity. So I asked, how are you so positive? And this podcast is Maddie's answer to that question. And by the end, she perfectly sums up how to make the decision of positivity easier every day. I'm excited for you to listen. So here it is. How are you so positive? You know, I am a human being. And so I definitely I definitely have my down days, especially being an entrepreneur and a solo founder. I call them entrepreneur slumps. And there are these days where I'm just like, why am I doing this? Like it's so much work and I'm really tired and I'm kind of lonely and I sort of just want to like sit on the couch and eat dark chocolate and like chill. So I, of course I have, you know, down moments, but number one, it's all perspective. So I, with my eating disorder and anxiety and everything that I went through growing up, I neared death multiple times and was sitting on a hospital bed. And so for me, it is really all perspective. So if I'm not dying, I'm happy. So, Mm. you know, I may have conflict going on or, um, you know, a bunch of emails to get to or a bunch of Instagram DMs and just like a bunch of things that would stress the average person out. Mm -hmm. And it does stress me out initially because I'm human. But then I just remember I'm like, but I'm alive and I have a roof over my head Mm -hmm. and I have food to eat and it's good, tasty vegan food. I have incredible friends like you in my life, you know, this amazing support system. So it really is just it's all perspective and meditation like cultivating my meditation practice has been huge in that like monumental like sitting with myself and my thoughts because our minds never stop even when we're sleeping you know we're constantly thinking thoughts but it's what we do with the thoughts and how we react to them that that defines your reality you're in control basically totally and honestly like the simple act of labeling your thoughts Mm -hmm. is really calming so you know, sitting there in meditation or even just during the day, if you're working, when you get a thought pop into your head, you just label it as like, oh, stressing about what I'm going to eat for dinner or concerned about what others are thinking about me. If you just label like, like facts, like what the thought actually is, and then you just let it like dissipate, you feel a lot better because it's like you acknowledged it. So it doesn't have to keep like ruminating in your head. Hmm. Um, but you also acknowledge it for what it is. And it's just a thought another thought of the thousands of thoughts that you'll have that day and the millions and bajillions of thoughts that you'll have throughout your lifetime. So how do you execute that? Like labeling your thoughts? Mm Because like we all have thoughts coming through, positive and negative. It seems like a lot of times the negative ones stick a little tighter than the positive ones, which is unfortunate, but I think that's just human nature. Yeah, so, it definitely is. It's it's retraining the brain, honestly. And like you can do it. Every single person, I believe, is capable of retraining their brain. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like I totally I just realized, oh, my gosh, I get stuck on negative thoughts. And um, COVID was a real tester because it was like you're really just sitting with yourself. And so I took that as my opportunity. I'm like, I'm going to lean into this this discomfort and I'm going to see what really goes through my mind like throughout the day and I started to notice how like negative my self-talk was and I was still a very positive happy person but on the inside I had a lot of self-doubt I was way nice I was way kinder to other people than I was to myself and so it was actually like it coincided with me getting off hormonal birth control and going down that journey of really getting in tune with my my womanhood and my body, my cycle, just learning so much about myself. It's been such a beautiful journey. And so it coincided with that of like, OK, well, 
what are like my self-limiting beliefs, you know? What do I tell myself on a daily basis? And I realized, I'm like, wow, I'm kind of negative to myself. My limiting beliefs were definitely preventing self-love for me. So it wasn't preventing me from doing things because I was still like pursuing my dreams of, you know, having my own business. I was still like very social and, you know, connecting with people and connecting others with each other. I was still doing all of that, but I just realized I was lacking some self-love and I realized that, you know, getting off hormonal birth control and going through this emotional, physical transition of like, well, I'm, my ovaries are turning back on and all of this stuff is starting to work again. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I realized my thoughts were like, well, now you look overweight and now you look like I started to get a lot of negative thoughts. And this was over the course of about four weeks. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I, t- I took that as my opportunity to get really intense about my meditation practice. And so I did it and I journaled a ton and I was already journaling. I was already, already meditating, but I just like took it to the max mm-hmm. and, um, monumental, seriously monumental. Like, again, you can be super kind and happy with everyone, but if you don't have that for yourself, I mean, if you don't have self-love, you don't know, like how to treat yourself right you don't know how others should be treating you and so I was just giving myself I was giving so much of myself to other people and I wasn't like receiving it properly does that make sense it do- totally makes sense okay, I think I'm a- like sometimes I don't make sense no I think a lot of people <laughs> go through that where they feel certain things but they don't really dial in enough to understand what those feelings are trying to tell mm-hmm. them when negative thoughts come into your mind like they do to everyone How do you confront it, unravel it, and overcome it? I love unraveling it. So I just, yeah, I try to connect it to like, is this stemming from something like from my childhood? Which more often than not, a lot of us connect things to unresolved trauma from our childhood. Also unresolved trauma from past lives. I'm a huge believer in that we carry like trauma from past souls because we're all energy right you know yeah for sure um and so how i unravel it is i do i try not to dissect it too much i think also like to really overanalyze your emotions can sometimes be detrimental because sometimes you're just like i'm just a kind of annoyed today you yeah, know like let it run its course i'm a pass. human being yeah like yeah. that's fine like that doesn't mean like i'm a bad person it doesn't mean everyone else is a bad person like you know like maybe i just didn't sleep well last night so it's more of just like, let's re- like kind of quickly try to, you know, connect it to something that would mm-hmm. make more sense. Um, so, yeah, whether that's like, well, I haven't really been sleeping lately. I was talking to one of my friends yesterday and he's like, yeah, I've been in such a bad mood. And then I realized, well, it's probably because I average four hours of sleep a night. And I'm like, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's not good. Yes, that is why we need to sleep. Uh, yeah. And so, um, yeah, just trying to connect it to something to make more sense of it, because as human beings, we like to make sense of things and mm-hmm. we can't really let anything go um until we at least think we know why it's there you know so um i do like yeah it's closure so kind of doing that but again like you you shouldn't ruminate on things for too long unless it's a big like it's it really took a toll on your life like a big life moment decision whatever it is but if it's just like your everyday kind of nuisances it's like when you think a negative thought, acknowledge it. I'm not saying like push it to the side because we know that whatever we push to the side, it's going to come back to the surface. So acknowledge it, but don't let it like dictate the rest of your day or dictate your emotions. Mm-hmm. Think about it, acknowledge it. And then I like to counter it with something positive. So we went through snowpocalypse a couple weeks ago and I was booted from my apartment for three weeks because I didn't have electricity, water or heat. And the snow only lasted like 
five yeah. days max, but you were out for three weeks. But I was couch surfing for three weeks. That's yeah. a lot to be mad about, potentially. Yeah, totally. So how did you handle that? So I, super grateful the entire time of like, you know what? I may not be in my own bed tonight, but I have a bed and it's warm where I am. Um, you know, I, I have food and I was super grateful throughout those three weeks of like, whoa, I really see how much my friends in Austin care about me like they showed up for me you know Mm -hmm. like everyone offering hey like I have an extra room or maybe even the people who didn't have an extra room were offering up their couch or you know just offering up their space and their home to me and so that's what I was focusing on throughout Mm. I wasn't focusing on what I was missing I was focusing on what I what I had in the present moment and I was really grateful for it so what you focused on actually brought more of that into your life Mm mm-hmm if you had focused on what you were lacking, you probably would have felt more feelings of lacking. Yeah. So was it a conscious choice to be like, you know what? This is a sucky situation, but mm-hmm. I'm in control. I'm going to focus on the good. Yeah. And then allow more good to come in as a result. Well, during that specific time, it was more conscious than subconscious because I, that was just a really tough situation. Like to be knocked out of like your home, which is one of your, you know, five essential needs is like shelter so that was a more conscious effort to like think positive but with the rest of life it's like when you do that um action of like replacing the negative with the positive or acknowledging the negative and then you know focusing on the positive that's how i like to phrase it better when you do that through a super tough situation then you're just training your brain and all of those uh, new neural pathways to think that way. So you're literally retraining your brain. It's just like how we go to the gym and we train our muscles. The more we do it, the more toned our muscles and the more stronger we're going to be. So it's the same thing with our brain. Um, You know, the more that we do something, we repeat an action, it gets lodged in our brain. You know, we're just strengthening those um, parts of our brains to help whatever that habit is. And so... Now, going forward, I really do just like, I think pretty positively about things. And I actually, I love this one way of thinking. Um, It's actually a fable story. And my mom told it to us growing up and it came to the surface two weeks ago. And now I can't stop thinking about it. It's weird that we label things as good or bad. Because I truly believe that you can take anything positive out of any situation. Stop labeling things as, as good or bad. You know, mm-hmm. um, opportunities it's exist opportunities. in every circumstance. And sometimes new beginnings are disguised as rough endings. Say that again, because <laughs> that was really that was really I like how you said that new, new be- beginnings. New beginnings are disguised as tough endings. That's a that's a quotable right we'll there. Make, I'm gonna have we'll to, make a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to jot that down after this. <laughs> um, most of the time, it's way better to just like let things pass. Don't get too involved in emotions that you don't really want to feel. Yeah. Because I think that we do have some control over what emotions we feel. Even with conscious self-talk, mm-hmm. you can talk your way out of bad feelings. I love that you said that. Um, and I think that's like a beautiful way to end this too. It actually kind of ties into this quote that I was going to say. But I actually did. It's a very unpopular opinion, I feel like. But I said that on Instagram one time. And I was like, you can't, like, to a certain point, you do choose your emotions. Because your emotions are connected to your thoughts. And you choose your thoughts. My final quote is, we are what we think. So if we are thinking negative thoughts we're going to feel very negative and we're going to see the world in a negative light but if you think positive thoughts you'll see how quickly your environment changes and how different you feel 